Welcome to the Time to Thrive podcast, a podcast designed to help you level up every aspect in your life. I am one of your hosts, Jordan. And I'm Jared. We're a multi-passionate couple so excited about helping others thrive in their health, wealth, relationships, and careers. Together, we are here to share with you knowledge, experiences, tips, and tricks to help you step into your fullest potential while also keeping it real. If you're ready to create the life of your dreams and have fun doing it, then you've come to the right place. So hit that subscribe button and press play because baby, it's It's time time to to thrive. thrive. What is going on, everyone? Welcome into the Time to Thrive podcast with Jordan and Jared. Hello, hello. We are so, so fired up to have you guys here today because we are about to go into some serious stuff. We're going to be talking about business and relationships and how we do this together. Yeah, this was a topic that was very, very highly requested um, by our audiences. We did a little poll on our Instagram of topics that people just really wanted us to dive into. And this was definitely a front runner. So we are just going to give you a little kind of background on our business as well as our careers. Um, A little bit of our relationship. If you didn't get uh, the full story, you can go back to the intro. We kind of went into how we met um, and more of our relationship story there. So you can go back and listen to that episode if you haven't already but in terms of business Jared do you want to take this away here yeah in terms of business like we fell into a business back in 2021 Uh, it was actually New Year's Eve going into 2021 and we fell into a health and wellness business that is something that's been on our hearts forever like I used to play college baseball Jordan played collegiate hockey and played for Team Canada and athletics and health and wellness has been something that's been in our life forever so backtrack a couple years to kind of go through that intro a little bit i ended up finishing up college baseball and moved into the business world because i went to school for business and did a couple jobs and then ended up being a business analyst for over three years for a large energy company and from that point on we were always working something in our side side day-to-day life and it slowly grew and it slowly grew even bigger and eventually it became something that pulled me away from the corporate world so i no longer clock in a nine to five because this has gone on and exceeded our expectations i would say eh? yeah so i think one of the biggest things to remember is that your you know we live in a day and age now that isn't like our parents or our grandparents where you know you go to school you get your even like high school diploma and you get into a job and you're there for your 40 years and you build up your pension and all this kind of stuff like the world is so different now with opportunity and that's something that we have really dove into is like you know I have a great career as a dentist. I absolutely love what I do, but there's so much else out there that can just bring so much passion and impact and purpose and wealth and community into your life. And that's really what we found with our business. So, um, that was obviously, one of the biggest things too that I kind of want to talk about as well is with everything going on, we started to slowly realize like month after month, we would be traveling more, we would be going on different trips, we would be having retreats and it started to really come to our forefront in our minds that like, do we want to be clocking in every single day for somebody else and not be in control of how much you're getting paid when you're on an hourly salary? And we said no. Like for myself, it was just one of those things where we looked at it and said like, we can do so much in the time that we have 
and be paid for what we are doing. If we are working hard, we will be getting more. Yeah. And as a as a dentist, like I am an associate. And if you're not familiar with like how the, the setup is for within dentistry, it's very similar to, um, you know, a real estate agent, let's say. So I earn a percentage of my billings and collections from the work that I do. So essentially, I'm a commission employer, right? I'm self-employed and whatnot. So if I am not at the office, I am not making money, but I can also increase my production. I could also pick up a couple more days. There are some things that I could do to increase that revenue, but we started to kind of think, okay, we want to be able to take a vacation and earn money while we're away. We want to be able to, you know, if the world was to shut down again, how would we be able to upkeep our level of how we want to live our life? How can we make this to be a little bit more diverse? And I think that's a question that if you haven't asked yourself that yet, to ask yourself now of what can I be doing in those pockets of the day? How can I be reallocating my time? Look at your screen time report on your phone and think, could I be optimizing this a little bit more? Because honestly, it's quite shocking when it does. So we want to, we don't want to talk too much about our business because honestly, we could do that forever and ever. And we'll probably do more podcasts about that leading up. But we wanted to dive into like five different tips that we would have when it comes to succeeding in businesses and relationships, whether you are running that business by yourself, whether you are in business with your spouse. Um, I think these are just really good tips that we wanted to dive into. Yeah. And like what it really comes down to is take this for what it is. Like she just said, whether you're working a business by yourself or you're running a business like us alongside your significant other, there are so many different aspects that need to be evaluated when you are running a business together. And these are five of our kind of top tips that have made us successful, not only in business, but also in relationships so that we are having those communication and we are doing those things together where it's not just 24-7 business, but we also are able to add in a little bit of fun. Yeah. So the first one would be to create clear communication systems and define your roles. So people always ask us of Jordan and I, it's like, hey, what do you do for this? What do you do for that? Like, do you both show up the same? Do you do things similarly? Do, th- do things different? We have very different roles in our business, just like you wouldn't have two people in the same position at an office, right? Like you wouldn't have two CEOs. You wouldn't have two, you know, people who are taking the same job description for the most part, unless you had a massive, massive company. Um, You would need to create different structure, right? If you were thinking of you were starting a new brick and mortar business, you wouldn't have two of the same. You would want to differentiate what people are doing, right? And that is the same with us is that I have very different strengths. So I do, I would say a lot more of like the front end work in terms of events and um you know that more so like in conversations with clients and all that kind of stuff whereas Jared does a lot of kind of the back end um numbers team support business calls all that kind of stuff that also is a huge aspect of our business if not more so whereas I have to exude more of that face-to-face energy that frontline worker right and it's like one thing that we really have been able to kind of divide with each other is those tasks whereas like there are times where i'll be on calls from 10 a.m until 2 p.m and it's straight up helping out our team 
and really helping them succeed and doing the back end work on that setting up calls at nighttime so that we can have group coaching sessions for our team while jordan goes and does a workout like being able to keep that mental clarity is huge and we've really figured out that if jordan doesn't get a workout in she's not the same person as she usually is right like she is a much happier human when she comes home after work and is able to get a sweat on so we've been able to set up time frames to be able to maximize our time realistically where i'm doing coaching calls and i'm doing these other things while she is doing a workout or while she is doing another coaching call yeah and i think that just goes down to like you have to be your best self in business in order to be able to show up the best for your clients to be able to show up the best for your team if you have a team in, within your business and that goes down to like setting those priorities so Jared has more flexibility in his day since he doesn't have to clock in or show up to an office or a job or whatnot. So he can get his workout in in the morning, whereas I don't have that luxury. So my workout time is after work before dinner, right? So that is something that within our business that we have had to time block that for ourselves. So um, this that also was- goes into though, like looking, looking at like what you and your spouse are doing, right? So Think about the time of the day that you have and then think about the time of the day that your spouse has. Most people don't work a business with their significant other at the end of the day. So start thinking about that. Start thinking about those areas that you have time that either A, overlaps if you have kids that need to be watched and looked after where you can go and do something for you. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow you to come back and be a better version of yourself but also be able to pour into your business and your dreams as well, where someone else is picking up the slack. For us, like I do a lot more of the cooking and it's simply due to the fact that I have a little bit more time. And with that, it's ready, it's done. And Jordan doesn't have to come home and spend time thinking about what's gonna go in the oven and all this other stuff. Does she cook for me? Yes. Does she love cooking? kind of no (laughs) being honest when jared first met me you guys my it was embarrassing my fridge was so empty because i just don't like it i don't know i i don't even remember her name who said this but like it just does not spark joy right like it does not spark joy for me um so he does a lot more of the cooking i take on other roles around the house right so this kind of leads into our second point um that is about maintaining your individual passions and hobbies so yes well your business is super important obviously you need to dive into that one of the biggest things for just maintaining that balance between business and your your personal life um, and your relationship is to not lose you Like Jared and I, yes, we have a lot of common interests. We both love sports. We both love golfing. We both love hanging out with friends, our families. Like we do have a lot of the same interests, but we also are very supportive of if I'm like, hey, I'm going out for lunch with the girls. And if he's doing the same with the guys or going on a boy's trip or I'm going on a girl's trip, um, if I'm wanting to go to a yoga class just to go like we you have to be able to maintain that whether it be your friendships um or whatnot there and like one of the things too is like if i say hey i'm going golfing you're like yeah go have fun but it's also like figuring out what makes you tick i love sports i could watch sports until the cows come home and jordan's now learned 
about football. She's learned about baseball. She loves hockey, though, as well. So hockey can be on all the time, and she's a happy, happy human. But being able to have those kind of things that make you you and really looking back and being like what is it that makes me happy what are those little things that i used to do whether that's going to the gym going into a yoga class going to pilates doing things that make you happy and really allowing your other person to step in and be like yeah like go and do those things because like we're saying like when you are doing things that make you happy whether that involves your spouse or your significant other or not like you come back and you are a better version Mm -hmm. and those things don't have to be like lavish they don't have to be a girl's trip they don't have to be a boy's trip they don't have to even be golfing that could be going to a cafe and getting a, a coffee and just sitting there and reading a magazine that could be going for a walk and listening to a podcast that could be you know taking 20 minutes to clean up the the house or pouring up a bath or doing something like that like something that you enjoy and i think as much as it keeps you balanced and level-headed for your business it also keeps that spark within your relationship you all like i always think back to like okay what initially would have attracted jared to me like obviously i'm assuming it was partially like my drive and like all that kind of stuff that i have in a business front but it was also that I was hanging out with friends, that I taking care of yourself. was taking care of myself, like all of these sorts of things. And I think a lot of times why relationships fizzle out, and I've even had this in past relationships, is that people lose themselves. Like their whole life starts to circle around their relationship That's or it. whatever. And always thinking like, okay, in order to be like, you know, to continue to date your spouse, you also want to maintain what also makes you you because that is what is attractive to the other person right totally and it's not like that you have to go and take time away all the time and not be with each other all the time but it's, it's having those parts where it's like this is who i am and like that's why i'm so attracted to you as well is because like you have those areas that like realistically those are you Mm -hmm. And those are the things that are going to make you happy. Yeah. There are times where like you want to go to a coffee shop and like do work when we could be sitting here doing work together. But at the end of the day, like there are times when you just need to be able to leave the house and change your atmosphere and be able to like dive into work without being distracted by me. Yeah. And that was something, you know, a while back, I kind of set one of those things. And and if you're in a space that you need to do that for your own self is thinking about what you know i should do another podcast episode on this as well just because this really changed things financially for my mindset was finding out what makes you like what sparks joy for you so one thing for me was going to the spa i love spas i could go to the spa all the time it makes me feel good but i don't get that same joy from like going and buying a designer bag like i just don't i don't really see for me at this point like the value in it or the return on investment the return on investment anything like that like it doesn't bring anything energetic to me whereas if i spend even 120 bucks and i go to the spa for an hour and a half and i get a luxurious facial and i just lay there like that fills up my cup so much and gives me that sense of luxury and when i was in that that state and you know when we were in a big business focused stage and you know i would kind of argue that we still are in terms of what are our goals where are we going like 
financially? What do we want our budget to look like? How much do we want to be investing? How much do we want to be putting towards a house? How much do we want to be putting, you know, at that point towards paying off my student loans, which were multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars? Like that's, those are decisions that we had to make as a couple of where are we splurging and where are we saving? And this kind of leads into our third point of setting the vision together. This is huge. Like setting the vision is something that you need to really talk about because for one person that vision may be completely different than the other for for jordan and myself like we want to live a life that we are happy about that we are proud of that we are able to connect with our family and be where we want to be and when we sit down and we talk about vision it's not just like a oh yeah like i wish this could happen someday it's like really sitting down and bringing out a spreadsheet and saying like what is it going to take to get us to where we want to be for us we want to have everything that we want but it's not just a dream it's really focusing on this is what we're going to do to get there but these are the steps that we need to do to get there as well yeah and i think you know there was I I feel like I we initiated this so early on in our relationship. I think it was like week two and we're like, okay, so what are our goals? What are our dreams? What do we want to do? But that's we also, well, we also started dating in like the heat of COVID, right? So I feel like we accelerated our relationship so much quicker. It was like day two. Hey, like what's your view on this? How many of these little rugrats you want running around in your future yeah where do you want to live what kind of house do you want to live do you enjoy traveling have you been traveling like there was just a lot deeper conversations on where we want to go because it was also like you know what if you don't want the same things as i do this probably isn't going to work out. Yeah, yeah. So I love one of the podcasts that Ed Milat did. I think it was a podcast of his that he talked about, you know, you have to touch your dreams and you have to touch your vision. And Jared and I talk about our life goals and like where we want to be all the time. I think we'll also really prioritizing, and this is something that he balances me out really well with, is that I am like a future go-getter. Like I am always like, okay, what's next? What's next? What What's next? And, and I always try and drag, <laughs> not drag her, but I always try and bring her back down to earth a little bit and be like, you know what too, Jord? Like you have to live in the present as well. And you have to be thankful for what we're doing to get us into that five, 10 year plan. We have the biggest goals and dreams, but the thing is, is that if we aren't living in the present and all you're doing is wishing for the future, well, unfortunately, like the future may not come. Yeah, so I've had a lot of good learnings um, and teaching around that. And one uh, one audiobook that I would recommend is called The Gap and the Gain. It is really awesome. I will be honest, I haven't gotten through all of it, but I only really needed the first chapter of it for it to really hit home with me. And it is like, if you are somebody that is a go-getter, if you are always, um, you know, searching for that next best thing, I think it's one of my like Libra qualities where I'm always like, okay, what's next? Like I'm a Libra Virgo and I'm like, okay, let's go on to the next one. But really being grateful for where we're at and celebrating those wins and, you know, being able to, yeah, just be appreciative. So some of the things that we do is, you know, obviously we talk about it. We talk about our goals. We share them. We have a spreadsheet. Um, we've gone and looked at show homes. Currently that right was, now, we're... That was a good one too. Was yeah. like being able to touch what you want 
to see. Yeah. And when we went and saw those show homes, like we were physically in there and we walked in and we said like, this is our home. Imagining and envisioning and thinking about where we could be in five years and really saying like, could we see ourselves living in this house, touching the luxury finishings, seeing outside the windows at the view and really being like, yeah, how are we going to get there? Yeah. What and are even we gonna do to get having there? those conversations of like, you know, pretending that you're already in that situation of making those decisions, like, oh, would you want a wine cellar off of your living room? Like, do we want a um you know range in the basement yeah a golf simulator in the basement or is that not important to us would we want the two bedrooms downstairs or would we put them up one to the to the main floor for a nursery like having those conversations and talking about as if you are already where you need to be like we always say you have to be before you can become right like you have to act as if you are already where you want to be in a realistic sense um, before you can get either a title or a promotion or whatnot, nobody gets a promotion and then starts working their butt off. 100%. You start working your butt off to earn a promotion. So if you're in a place where you're wanting to up level to that next level of your life, whether it be financially or in, you know, your relationship or whatnot, or in your business, in your business, like you need to become before you can be yeah. right um another thing that we did is just really got clear with our finances like we have a very detailed spreadsheet we sit down and we have like what we call like quote unquote like financial dates every month and we go through what was our income coming in what did our business do what did dentistry bring in like all these types of things and we break down what we're putting into rsps you know TFSAs, tfsas all of our investment accounts and like with that too like i look back at when we first started dating like jordan has completely done a 180 on her on her money mindset and it is something so amazing to watch and to see and like <laughs> it used to be something that would paralyze her eh yeah. like you would go into a shell of yourself if we were talking about any sort of money and now it's like you're the one initiating the conversations you're the one that wants to sit down and do this and i'm like let's go let's talk about these things and you guys my first meeting with my accountant bless her soul i literally had to be like her name's jennifer and i would say jennifer can you please spell out what the acronym tfsa stands for like i had zero idea what that meant and how that was needed in life and now we're at a point where we're like okay what are we doing with our investments how are we saving up for a house like what is the down payment that we need what do we need to do to liquidate and blah 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 what kind of accounts go against your income so that we can save more money at the end yeah. of the day like and it's so cool because that was something that you took on in kind of your own self was like really realizing like that's where your gap was mm -hmm. and saying like okay if I am going to be running a business and being a dentist and like being self-employed in all aspects of your life realistically, how am I going to make it so that money doesn't scare me? Yeah. So that finances don't scare me. And that would have affected our vision, right? So if, if you are somebody that has a bit of a financial mindset, money mindset gap, work on that because that's going to impact your relationship like money breaks up more relationships than anything mm -hmm. right money and lack of intimacy but i would say that they kind of come together <laughs> yeah. but it's talking about those finances with your significant other and it's bringing them into your 
like life in your business. So no matter what business you're running, it's really having that open communication on being like, hey, this is how XYZ works when I do sales or whatever you're in. But being able to have that communication with that other person, you're able to show them what you're doing so that it's not just like, oh, I'm on my phone or I'm on my computer or I'm on a phone call. It's like this phone call has generated me X and these are the finances at the end of the month to show for it. Once you have that open communication and you see like where money is going, you're a lot more susceptible to have that understanding as a person who isn't in your business and is willing to be like, okay, like this is a real business. Like I'll gladly look after the kids for an hour while you go and do this. Or yeah, I'll cook dinner on Tuesdays and Thursdays so that you can go on a call or that you can run something with your team. Yeah. It's that was a big aspect for us was being able to really focus on like what is going to generate income. Yeah. So I think that kind of goes into our fourth point. I had to remember what point we're on. Um, is celebrating successes together and getting involved in each other's goals. This is huge. So obviously, you know, we've set our vision together. We know, you know, when we want to move into a house, what that is going to look like, where we want it to be, how many bedrooms we want it to be, what perks we want it to have. Do we want a yard? All these sorts of things. But being able to celebrate those little successes, whether they're, you know, even getting a workout in or whatnot, like business, you know, progressions and everything. When you can celebrate together and when you can be involved in business together, whether you are running that business together or not, as a significant other, you do play a key role in both of that. So obviously our business, we run together. We are a partnership um, legally through the Canadian government in our business. But even if you aren't, get involved like know what your partner's sales goals are for the month know what they're doing like know what they've kind of got on the schedule and celebrate them those for them and in the same way open up about your business to your significant other what does that look like what do you require how are you going to get there what activities do you do daily monthly that need to get you to where you want to go and what is that going to mean for them because nobody cares about something as much as the person that's doing it unless there is a return on investment for them as well and once they can see that in the vision and whether it's the financials whether it's the growth maybe it's an incentive trip that you can earn something like that that if you can involve your significant other in your goals you will notice a massive change in their energies and what i really recommend with that is like at the start of the month telling them what the goals are showing them what the goals are and be like hey at the end of the month we're going to use like a sales business for for an example for this at the end of the month i want to do x amount in sales and this is what i'm going to do every day to get there these are the steps and progressions that i need to take but these are also the areas that i'm going to celebrate along the way with you bringing them into that vision and painting it together because at the end of the day if you're in a relationship and you are running a business with or without your partner the goal remains the same. You're trying to set up a life and you're trying to work towards a life together. So do not shy away from your goals to yourself, to your spouse, to anyone that's in your life. Make sure that they are part of it and that they're front and center in every single step away, Mm -hmm. right? Once you've accomplished those goals, bring them in on the celebrations. Bring them in for popping that bottle of champagne when you're super excited and you're happy at the end of the month, right? 
But realistically, it's doing it in a way where it's open communication amongst two of you. Yeah. And I think one of the big things about that too is that a lot of spouses only hear the negatives, right? So we always share to, you know, people that we're in business with is really try to monitor the complaints that you're sharing with your spouse. Like a lot of spouses don't understand exactly what goes on in your business, right? People that are outside of your business don't really get it. So involving them in only the complaining conversations, but not in the successes is going to really outweigh that support, right? If you're looking for support from your spouse, amp up the celebrations, share the wins from your day, talk about them a little bit, like share the little things. Like if you're out for a walk and somebody purchases a course or purchases products or mentorship or whatever you're selling, share that like bring that in there so that they can get that tangible experience with it so at the end of the day too like business is hard business is a difficult task and it's something that it does take a lot of work and will there be ups yes will there be downs yes but making sure that like you said you're not only sharing the negatives and the downs being able to show that well-rounded version of yourself through the ups and the downs is what's going to make it really really flourish at the end of the day because you're going to have that support and you're they're not only going to see you in your downtime yeah so we'll wrap it up with the the fifth point here and that one is creating healthy boundaries so this one i mean we could do a whole podcast on this as well so we'll just keep it nice and brief for you guys um this has been huge for us is time blocking now i wish that i had like a beautiful google calendar with all the color coding and all that kind of stuff you guys i absolutely do not um but it is being intentional with like okay tonight we're going to watch the amazing race that we have recorded on our PVR. Okay. And that's going to be an hour and whatever, 10 minutes because it's PVR that we can just hang out on the couch, get all cuddly and cozy. And that's kind of like our connection time for the night. That's great. Awesome. But before that, I'm getting in my workout, coming home, we're on calls, we're helping out our team and whatnot, because really what we've done is just traded out those four hours of Netflix watching for an intentional one, right? Um, and a big thing that comes with time blocking too is like life is busy. We all have busy lives and like being busy shouldn't be a reason that you don't put your spouse first, right? So there are going to be times where like realistically, one of the biggest things that we did in terms of time blocking to be able to make it so that we could have a healthy balance between relationships, between going out to do things together and to have business focused time was having a shared calendar. We have a shared calendar that we put everything in. So if I have a call, it goes in there. If she has a call, it goes in there. If we say, hey, you know what? On Friday from six till 10, we're going out and we're going on the town, that's going in there because then it's in there to be able to get rid of all of the other distractions, but it's also there to hold kind of us together and be like, these are the times that we are separating for each other. Yeah, and I think one um, kind of issue that comes into relationships, especially when you do have a business focus as well, is that the other person just starts to assume that they're supposed to be able to read your mind. Like I, before we had that shared calendar, like I would be coming home from work with the intention of being like, okay, I need a lot more connection tonight. I just kind of want to have a slow night. I want to hang out with Jared. Like I want to have dinner without phones and without screens and anything. 
And then I'd come home and he would have three calls booked Mm -hmm. because we had zero communication on what each other had planned for our our night. So we did get into, you know, we've never really fought, but a couple conversations on, okay, how can we make this work? Um, And that was something that once the Google calendar was there and I could see, oh, okay, Jared already has two calls booked for that, for that night. Okay. Well, I'm fine then if I want to do a live or if I want to, you know, have an event for that night or go to a networking event or do something like that, right? Where it's not going to be a crossover of plans, I guess is the best way to put it. Well, there's also that flip side to it, right? There's also that flip side of it being like, we're just going to use this as a prime, as just an example. But it's like, she comes home from work at 530 and I'm in dress pants and a peacoat. This didn't happen, but I'm just, I'm saying this as an example. This would be nice. Yeah. No, but I'm in dress pants and a peacoat and she comes home walking through the door and she's like, oh, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, we're going to go out for dinner. And then she says, oh, I've got, I've got three calls. And this did happen though. Remember when I wanted to, okay, ladies, you know how big washing your hair is, right? Like he wanted to go out for dinner. Remember when I had made that big fuss about washing my hair and you had zero idea why? It- yeah, I had no idea. I still don't have any idea. I mean, <laughs> girls wash their hair once every six months, so it doesn't make any sense to me. But like, my, what my point is, is like by setting up that calendar, like she knows like, yes, it may not be a surprise on her, but she knows she's going on a date tonight because at the end of the day, there, it takes only a couple times for a man in a relationship. And I'm going to use a man in a relationship for this, for this example, but so many times for them to be like okay like i tried to set up a date night but you had xyz on the go so like i'm no longer going to try and set up a date night and then they think that like we'll just push it off and it'll eventually happen right do you know Mm -hmm. what i mean yeah and i think you know i i do have plans to do more of like a masculine feminine energy podcast so keep your eyes out for that going forward because that has really been a big game changer in this relationship for me um But it goes back to that. And like, ladies, if your man, if you are giving them the space to plan, let's say you set up a Google calendar, okay? You plan in on Friday that you want to go on a date night and you give that space to your man to be the man and to book that date night for you. Let him book it. Let him plan it. Don't critique which restaurant you go to. Don't critique what time you're going at. Don't try to change all the plans because now you are taking back that masculine energy, right? You are giving them the masculine energy to lead. You are giving them that space in your calendar or whatnot, even if it has to be planned. You guys, we have to book like date nights, double date nights with our friends, like months in advance like now. And, a half, two months, and we don't silly. even have children. Like yeah. I can't imagine if you are listening to this and you are a mother or a father and you also have children, like having to book in date nights or intimacy or whatnot is not weird. That is life and that is prioritizing things that mean a lot to you. But when that happens, make sure that you're letting it actually happen and you're not going against it and rescheduling or not showing, you know, um, excitement about it. Because that is one way, like Jared said, that they're going to stop planning. Like they're just going to stop doing it. So those are kind of our top five tips or five of our tips i don't know if they'd be our top five but five that came to mind definitely five other tips that came to mind and like i just want to kind of touch base one more time on that last one is like with the whole allowing your man to lead or or your woman to lead whatever you want to say it's really comes down to like a lot of the time if you are a business owner you're working around the clock and there's going to be times where like 
they feel as though you are just consistently working and you're always on your phone or you're always on your computer and what will happen is like if you do give them that space to lead and you do give them that time you'll notice that you'll be going on more date nights you'll be doing more things together because it's not just wasted time that feels like work or that feels like business when it could have been done in a very very small amount of time blocking and just allocating that time in a very very positive manner instead of just floating through mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so hopefully that gave you guys some little tips um a couple things that you can implement maybe get better at maybe you need to give yourself a little bit of a head shake in terms of some aspects of you know balancing business relationships and wanting to thrive in both and i can say you know i think from experience is when our relationship is at its strongest our business is also at its strongest um and when we are in full flow in our relationship and when we are prioritizing each other and prioritizing intimacy and prioritizing communication together it honestly comes through in so many different aspects of your life. Yeah. So when our, when our business is thriving, our relationship is thriving. And our when our relationship is thriving, our business is really thriving. Yeah. So take care of yourselves. At the end of the day, the people, you know, there's no point in getting to the top of the mountain if you don't have anyone there to celebrate with it. Right. Um, and yeah. So we're going to wrap this up and this you. off. And we'll see you guys. We'll see you guys in the next one. Cheers. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. It is our mission to help as many people truly thrive in all aspects of their life. It honestly means the world to us that you are here. If you got any value, support, or takeaways from today's episode, the best thing that you can do is screenshot this episode and share it to your social media. Or you can leave us a review below. We read every single one. If you are looking for additional support or resources, check the episode details below or send us a message on Instagram. We would love to connect.